0: go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. When podcasters think about random discovery, we think people are looking specifically for podcasts. But in reality, people are just looking for topics. How do you make sure that your podcast, or better yet, your podcast episodes, are part of that discovery process? Hello and welcome to another Podcast Pontifications with me, Evo Terra. We all want our content to be discovered, but when we think about people who are just stumbling across stuff, and I know that sounds weird to think about people just randomly stumbling across podcast content. But it happens. Those happy accidents, those fortuitous connections, those weird searches that led someone down a path, is oftentimes the way content gets discovered. Look, people don't sit down at Google every day and say, I'm looking for this very specific thing. I mean, sure, that does happen, but it's not the most common way that people... Search for content. We look for content because we're interested in certain topics. We're interested in things. We want to go find information about something. And in most of those cases, we're not looking specifically for a podcast to answer that question. However, if a podcast or the contents of the podcast are the best answer for that question, then great. They're happy to grab that content. So that's what I want to talk about today. Making sure that your podcast content can be stumbled upon. I don't even think stumbleupon.com exists anymore. Or If it does, it's, it's a much smaller thing than it used to be. Now, I've dealt with this stumbling upon thing a, a couple of different ways. One, look, we're talking about Google. That's what we're talking about. People who are searching for content. And when podcasters think about, does my podcast show up in Google... We fire up a Google incognito window, which turns off all the personalization, and we search for our show name, or we search for travel podcast, things like that. That's the wrong intent. Again, we're talking about the way that normal humans are looking for content, and I, if someone's looking for a podcast, that's one thing. But let's talk about people who are not looking for a podcast. They're just going in to search for ter- various topics. So what I've done recently, probably with the last two or three months of my show, is I've been making sure that I've got super detailed, I'm not going to call them show notes, making sure that each episode has a very super detailed blog post, an article, a landing page for the content of the episodes. Not 20, 30 words, not a paragraph and seven bullet points, not even a couple hundred words. I'm talking a thousand words, 1500 words sometimes, a large block of content. And that's what gets published as the web page for my episode. Now why do I do that? I do that because as many others have discovered over time, the blog post for a web for a podcast, the website for a podcast with these very limited show notes, or a a quick summary and then a dump of a transcription, doesn't really lead to getting that content discovered in search engines for that particular topic. Lots of people have asked the question, hey, can someone show me definitive proof where if I invest deeply in these podcast show notes that I'm going to get a lot of return? And we're not seeing them. There's a handful but in the, in the examples of yes, they tend to be very deep dives, like two to three hours of just assembling the blog post that accompanies a podcast episode. And also, very important, in all of the cases where it has been successful that I'm aware of, you don't even need to listen to the podcast episode, the page itself is sufficient to get the content that the podcast creator was providing. And that's okay. Which is weird. But Evo, you say, I want people to get to that blog post so that they listen to my show that I've got another downloader, another listener. Well, maybe you do and maybe you don't. I'm telling you that what's what we're seeing right now that gets rewarded, well, is when you spend a lot of time on your landing page. Here's one other trick that I do. Another way people stumble across my content now is I've been posting it on Medium. That same blog post that I write for my podcast webpage, I then put on Medium. And I spend a little bit of time doing some extra formatting and making sure there's a player that's embedded straight to the audio episode. Some information below where they can get more information. And here's what I can tell you. My Pages that I publish on Medium get way more views, page views, than come to my website from a search. Let me just repeat that one more time, because I think I said that weirdly. My Medium articles, which are a copy of my blog post articles, my Medium articles get more views than the pages for my episodes on my website. And... Here's the icing on the cake with that. I don't promote the Medium articles. I don't share links to the Medium articles on Twitter, on LinkedIn, on Facebook, any of that. I don't. I simply do not. They still get more attention over there. And the reason that happens is people go to Medium looking for topics. They search for various things. They flip through the front page. They see recommendations from friends. All of these things happen these happy accidents and my content shows up yours can too i'm not saying medium is the right answer for you especially if you're still only doing two three paragraphs and a couple of bullet points that's not sufficient as we have as i have said on this program for the last two days in front of this look you don't know where your avatar is You don't know where the perfect avatar is for your show. More importantly, you don't know what their experience with podcasting is. You want to reach people. You want them to stumble across the topics you're talking about. You want want them to have your content. You have to make your content available in places where people are looking for content, not necessarily podcast content, although that's clearly important. But right now, I want you to think, Is the topic that you're pushing out on your podcast every day, every week, every month, whatever your time frame is, is that something people should be able to stumble across and enjoy? And if so, figure out where those people are, what they're looking for word-wise, and make sure you're creating content for that. And I don't mean audio content, because yet, as of yet, audio is still not treated as a first-class citizen, even though Google promises that they are doing that. It is not happening yet. So, until that time, and perhaps even after that time, you're going to have to spend time making great, written, viewable, eyeball focused content. That has to do more than just drive people to listen to your podcast episode. Look, you can read my articles on Medium and skip the podcast. Almost everything that I say here is used when I write that Medium article, it's not a transcript. I start with a transcript, and I literally rewrite every single word. Because what I say out loud to you in your ears is fine, but it translates terribly bad. (laughs) Terribly bad, there you go. In written form, so I clean all that up. Yeah, it takes a lot of time. But just this week, I've had three clients reach out to me and say, I follow your stuff on Medium. I think you're the guy to help me. Okay, I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take the two to three hours it takes me to do this to make that written content available. Sure. And post it in places I need to go. That makes sense because I want people to stumble across my podcast. This is the kind of thing that makes podcasting better, not just easier. Which means you have to spend some time if you want people to stumble across your content. And I think that's important and I know you think it's important too. If you need help with that, if you need help with that and you need a pro in your corner, get in touch with me because this is what I do. I think through these strategies for my clients all around the world and make their podcast better. Not just make it easier for them, but I make it better for them, their business, and all those things. Evo at podcastlaunch.pro reaches me, and you can go to podcastlaunch.pro to see a list of the services I offer my clients. I shall be back tomorrow with the wrap of this particular mini-series right here on Podcast Pontifications. Cheers!
1: access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donations4abortion.com. That's donations4abortion.com.